Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Woohoo! Hello, people of the world who are listening in to this podcast. This podcast has been running for a long time. Mm. Are we global? Yeah, we're global. Are the people of the world listening? Yeah, we're global, baby. Auf Wiedersehen. That's me saying goodbye. Uh, okay. In German. Ja, just goodbye. That's me saying I love you in Swedish. Okay. Hello. That's me saying hello in a strange accent. <laughs> okay. Ich ni sanchi gurok hurtschat gurdjur. That's me counting to ten in Japanese. Ah, pretty good. Didn't sound like ten. Things sounded, there. sounded exactly like ten. Yeah. You are a very, very prominent linguist. Uh, bonjour. I phone you up whenever I'm on holiday to get you to translate for me. Ça va. That's another one. Ça va bien. Et toi? Et toi? Yeah. Is it a toi? You're a toi. toi. Oh, you're an absolute <laughs> toi. <laughs> so anyway, there's a lot of shit going on in the world. There's loads of awfulness and upsetness and just. So I hope this podcast just actually allows people to have a bit of escapism while they listen to it. That's yeah. the idea, right? Yeah. So because we could sit here and talk about what's going on. But actually, lots of other podcasts, lots of other people are doing that. So perhaps we should not do that and we should stray away from it and talk about things to make yeah. people uplifting and happy. Well, I mean, firstly, we're not qualified to talk about it. Um, but we can I know, be qualified I know, to do anything, big guy. I know what you mean. It is hard, though, like going out the weekend, for example. You sometimes feel a little bit bad knowing, you know, especially what's going on at the minute. You're like, oh, I'm enjoying myself. You feel a little bit guilty in a sense. Did you enjoy yourself this week? I did. Did you? Did you Went out on Friday night. I dressed, oh. dressed as a cowboy. You did? I didn't start the night dressed as a cowboy, but by the end, I had a cowboy hat on. I was dancing, swinging my booty around, mm-hmm. having a good old hoedown. And still no drinking? Still no boozing, man. What's up? I'm feeling quite sort of holy. What do you mean, holy? Explain I've, it. Oh, I haven't had booze in my body for 50 days. I think it is nearly 50 days now. So the Messiah... Is nearly upon us. What am I going to do a hundred days? Should we have a big party? Can we have a big? Uh, yeah, we're going to we're going to get drunk on let's, the podcast. Let's get drunk on the podcast. By the way, speaking of birthdays or hundred days, it's the private podcast birthday coming up this Thursday. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Do you know how many years I've been doing this for? Thirty-two. Five years, I think. God. So how do you, 80, how 90, do you still have stuff to say? Five years doing this. Five years. I, Every single week. I've never, ever missed an episode a week. I applaud the listeners for sticking in there for yeah. so long. So, some of the listeners are probably like going back and thinking, what the hell? He's still doing this shit? Yeah. So you know on the yeah. podcast, I, um, I smashed my tooth on this mic. I do, yeah. One of my favorite days recently. Oh, so I, I, I smashed the tooth and I went to the dentist to get it fixed. Yeah. And he fixed it for me. Mm-hmm. So you had to put like a little, like I don't know, like a... A little bonding thing over the top. It's like putting cement over the top of it. Mm-hmm. But now it feels like I've got like, it feels like now I've got something on my tooth. Like it's, well, you do. I know, but it's really upsetting. 
It's like always making me feel a bit stressed. <laughs> I love it. I keep waking up in the morning and going, what's the matter? Oh, that's it. My tooth feels a bit weird. Sorry, I thought you were waking up thinking about the problems on the planet and, I do. and war. No, yeah. actually, what you're really worried about is no. the, the tooth that you just had fixed I, by probably quite an expensive dentist. Yeah, it was really expensive. How much? You not know, you know, get that on the NHS? It cost me. You can't get it on the NHS. It was an emergency operation. <laughs> what an emergency. It was. Get him in here. <laughs> they won't get clear my Sophie's schedule. Sophie's just holding you. Help me. Setting Help off, me. Setting off flares. £450. Uh. That's a lot. That doesn't even include... That's not, I mean, that's not much compared to your parking fines. Oh, my have God. You, have you paid those yet? Oh, yeah, I paid them all. You could go, you could go in disguise. Like, chip your other tooth off, like... What, change, go back in and pay another four hundred. Change your quid. hair colour. And, and do what? Well, I'll just go on the run. What, what for? for run, from 450 quid? Run from the council. I thought it was five, like nearly five grand. Oh, yeah, that, that no. I got it down to, I got it down to two and a half thousand. How? Argued that bitch, didn't I? I got it down to two and a half thousand. How? <laughs> I paid 2k of it. <laughs> I argued it down because I said, this is ridiculous. What, with your one tooth? <laughs> <laughs> I said, this is ridiculous. Anyway, so I got my tooth fixed for 400. 50 quid. And that didn't even include the booking fee that I had to pay, which was like 150 quid. So all in all, it was 600 pounds to fix my tooth. Booking fee at 100? What were they doing to book it in? Well, you like, have to book it in. Book it in through Pigeon. I had, a, <laughs> I, had a, I had a really, I had a strange week, actually. And to the listeners, you know, we're honest. We like talking about this stuff. So I went to the Comedy Awards on Wednesday night. We were in the corner. When I say we were at the back, we were, we were really at the back. Yeah, you're not a comedian. Yeah. You're not. Have you not seen my stand-up? Yeah, I haven't seen it. I've heard about it. I'll tell you a joke. They play it to like new stand-ups as like a what not to do. <laughs> what? On a stand-up course. <laughs> um, so wait, the, the comedy awards. We went to the comedy were, awards, yeah. Was, like was private parts sort of up for anything? No, we, no private parts. We weren't up for anything. I wasn't up for an award. Just, Nothing at all. Just there because you thought, you know, I I, just, I'm, quite, yeah. I'm quite a funny guy. I was just there. Nice. And then what happens is that these awards, you think they're going to be so glamorous, and they are kind of glamorous in some mm. sort of ways. But and there's lots of famous people and comedians there. Yeah. And actually, you just look around, and everyone is all the same. We're all, everyone's all waiting to talk to like a commissioner, or waiting to talk to someone. And you think, ah, uh, oh, the next conversation I have, that that's going to be it. That's going to so be. So you, you were there networking. I tried to network. Yeah. And um, we, yeah, I had had a lovely little time, and. I we I had to you had to go and get your photos taken at mm. one point. So I went and took my photos, and mm. that's a little bit weird because everyone stands just watching you as you have your photos taken. Oh, what the the when you've got the back wall? Yeah. You, oh, I get so awkward with that stuff. I can't handle so it. Awkward. I don't know how to hold my body. <laughs> what do you mean? But I don't know. I'm not like I just get really awkward. I always and think, then I walk off like really like clumply. <laughs> clumply. <laughs> I always I always think my willy's out. <laughs> that, I mean, that's a weird thing to think. <laughs> I'm always like taking a photo. I think. Sorry, do you, can my... I just take a look at that? My willy wasn't out, was it? <laughs> I always think my willy's out. I remember when I went to um, Dubai of all places with Spencer and Proudlock, and we were in the Atlantic Hotel. We were having doing something in Atlantis or the Atlantic Hotel. Spencer went to the bathroom, <laughs> and he came out of the bathroom and walked towards me, and he was walking towards me, whistling. <laughs> he was whistling and his penis was out. Of his fly. <laughs> That's why he was so happy. <laughs> his penis was out of his fly. And I went, Spencer, look down, look down. As he's walking through like a hallway towards me, he looked down and he just hit the deck <laughs> straight to the floor. I've had that twice actually. That happened. And then when I was younger, my friend invited me to his island. He had an island. 
Oh God! What nice. do you mean? Oh God! It adds to yeah. the story. Yeah, yeah. It, nice. adds, it was in. It was a Greek <laughs> was island. He, was he a Bond villain? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I went there, and I had my swimming trunks on. Yeah. And we were all having lunch. This, this lunch around this table, and I was talking to my friend's brother, who was mm. younger than us. I was talking for ages like that, and suddenly I, <laughs> I looked down. There's a hole in my swimming trunks, and my willy is <laughs> my hang, willy hanging out of the hole. I have no clue how long. <laughs> It'd be in there for. And the problem is, is if I see food in someone's tooth, I don't tell them, oh, by the way, you got food. If your cock is hanging out, <laughs> someone's not going to say to you, by the way, you, your penis is hanging I, out. I think if you see it straight away, then you, you, you probably can. But if you're like five minutes into a conversation, you can't midway through be like talking about the salad, go, by the way, your penis has been out for the last... I, that, that was a, I also had that when I went to Norfolk. I used to go... I think this, I'm starting to think this is intentional. Twice I can get three times. No, that. It, was, it was the first time I ever saw for, saw some women's breasts. Uh, it was a, uh, who were, her, were you, my mother's. Did, did your penis look different this time? <laughs> <laughs> I must have been 14. I was in Norfolk and we went swimming in a swimming pool and this girl called Lucinda was swimming next to me. And we got to the end of the pool and you know when you lift yourself up yeah. like that and to jump on the side of the pool, I lifted myself up, she lifted herself up and her boob came <laughs> out and I just sat there having a conversation with her and I just didn't tell her because I was too embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> but we, yeah, we have a mutual friend of ours called Tom who uh, talks a very funny story about, mm. uh, there's something at school which we used to have, God this is a childish episode today but anyway. Which is called NRB, No Reason Boner. Mm. Did you used to have those we, things? We used to call it a Tim, Tim Henman. A Tim Henman. Surprise Semi. Surprise Semi. Mm. Okay. And Tom, who's a mutual friend of ours, yeah. said the first ever panic attack he ever had was when he was at school. <laughs> and he got an NRB, No Reason Boner, as he was sitting in assembly. And then his name was called out to be a prefect. <laughs> he had to get up and walk oh to the God. front. And he had an NRB, so he didn't know what to do. So he held his jumper. In front of his and everyone kept shouting, Why have you got a jumper there? <laughs> he had a panic attack. <laughs> oh, God. Um, cha- like chapel. Or what, what, was it, what, was it co- what was it called in the morning? It wasn't chapel. But like, it was so just as- assembly so in the morning. <laughs> you would look down the row of boys, and everyone was holding their hymn book yeah. over their crotch because obviously everyone's oh. got. Got an NRB. Horny, horny little buggers. It was just so funny. There were so, so many of those stories. One of the first stories I've ever told in private parts. Yeah. As a child, I must be about five years old, I had something called Silky, which was like a, it was a pink rug thing that you would tie on. To, it was like uh, my mum cut it off the end of um, like a blanket. Mm. Like that. I had little Silky and big Silky. They're my two things that I had. Oh my and, god. <laughs> mummy, where's Big Silky? <laughs> no, I didn't. I, what do you mean, Mummy? Was, mummy! <laughs> it was not that at all. You brat with your silky. I had my big silky and little silky. And, and I was, must be about five years old. This is weird for a five year old. You tied it around your willy, didn't you? Yeah, I tied it around my willy. <laughs> I can already tell. And I tied it to the door. <laughs> and I used to slam the door shut. <laughs> and so I used to go, whoa! And <laughs> Beginning of a very healthy sexual <laughs> sexual life. That is fucking. Were you trying to? What were you trying to do? Like, ex, like grow your penis or something? No, trying to stretch it. He just fell, fell, That's how you pull a tooth out. <laughs> I'm glad you've got over those days. <laughs> I had the comedy awards this week, and then this weekend I then went out on Saturday night to Sophie's friend's house, and then I wake up on Sunday, and I'm having a shower. 
Mm. Are you a little bit hungover as you are? What's your penis tied to? <laughs> My hair. You tied it to your hair. I mean, that's fucking impressive because how you really manage that. <laughs> Sophie comes into the bathroom, looks at me and says, I think you need to go on a diet. Wow. That's yeah. uh, it's full on, right? That's a bit harsh. Let me have a look. Pull her up. I think that looks all right. Yeah, I think it looks fine. I mean, for someone your age, yeah, you're doing all right. <laughs> no, for my young age, I said, I look quite good. I said, I look good. And she said, yeah, you look stocky. And I was like, what the hell? What, she likes that more sort of hair and chic, very gaunt. <laughs> it's true. With my physique, mm. you could strap like a backpack to me that was attached to a truck and I could, I could pull a truck. <laughs> I'm really like I think, robust. I think you might have slight body dysmorphia, but like the other way. <laughs> What are you talking about? You're a slender man. I actually, a slender man. Have you ever That's terrifying. Yeah. You're not a fucking I am. bodybuilder. What I, are you talking I'm very, about? I'm very strong for my size. Like, honestly, I, if you put a freezer Jay, on top of me, I've, I could carry it. I've done jujitsu with you. I had, I molded you like a piece of putty. Yeah, but I'm so robust. I'm like an ant. <laughs> honestly, I can, I can carry I'm like, like an ant. I, I, I could carry like three times my body weight, I reckon. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. I'm just, I'm like made of like lead or something. <laughs> It's true, and all I I do I have body dysmorphia, but the other way because sometimes I look at myself in the mirror sometimes and I go, I am looking good. <laughs> but that that I am looking fresh. That's good. That's, yeah, that's a great way to be. And then I see a picture of myself and I go, I'm looking terrible. <laughs> why? Why is the mirror the lying to me? Yeah. Why does the mirror lie to me? I look fucking awful in some photos. <laughs> I look, I look really like so. One of our good mates, Jim, is uh, is a professional photographer, and uh, he like always gets amazing photos. And he's like, "Yeah, it's really strange with you. Like, whenever I take a photo, you just look a little bit like you've chewed on a wasp." <laughs> he's like, "But I look at you now in the flesh, and you don't look like that." But every time I take a photo, it's like, "Oh my god, I have that all the time." I had to go and film something last week, and some lovely person came up to me. We're in. Berkhamstead or something like that. She came up to me and she said, "Oh, Jamie, I just want to say you look so much better in person." <laughs> and I went, "Sick. Um, thanks. That's really nice of you to tell me that." He said, yeah. "No, just true. You look so much better in person." So I think maybe we're the type of people who don't look so good on camera, which yeah. is great for our job. Yeah. Well, I mean, millions of people watched Made in Chelsea. So Do you- someone, someone said that to me on the tube. A, um, she was working on the tube, and she said, "Oh, you, you look bigger in real life." I was like, what should I look like on TV then? Because I'm not tall. You look bigger in real life. I was like putting my... Uh... You need to start taking those steroid pills again that you used to do. Why? You, you've never dropped this. Yeah. Basically, I got into really good shape uh, one summer and Jamie became convinced that I was t- taking steroids. Even though I said yeah. to him, I'm not, I promise you. He then went and told everyone that mm-hmm. I was taking steroids. So, yeah. And then uh, he got banned from the Olympics. That's it. <laughs> Had to live, for, yeah. That was, had to live for what? A year thinking. Had what? to live with my huge pecs. <laughs> God, they were annoying. They got in the way so much. But you did. You, you. I wasn't taking steroids. I was just working out. No, I, I don't. I don't like the idea of it. Doesn't it make your, uh, your, your Johnson go all shriveled up? And it makes your your organs continue to grow or something, doesn't it? <laughs> What? Yeah. So you get so you, so get, you get really you, big lungs. You get a huge <laughs> pancreas, <laughs> and a tiny pecker. That is, is that what happens? It's how you've taken them. I've never taken steroids. You, they didn't work. But I'm too scared to ingest stuff. What? Yeah. I, well, I, how I, do you eat? <laughs> through a tube. <laughs> Still got to ingest it. To go straight up your bum. I do. The amount of weird, pancake the amount of day weird was stuff. hilarious as well. <laughs> 
<laughs> what? A tube at my bum. What did you have for pancake day? I didn't have anything. But no, I, but I... What? <laughs> I didn't have it. I just yeah. thought the Pancake idea. Day was another hilarious day. What did you have? Nothing. <laughs> no, great. I just thought the idea that how I ingest food is through a tube that goes <laughs> up your bum. Oh, what? Just pancake mix straight up the. Yeah, I like more so like deconstructed pancakes. Uh, it's a new way of doing it. Get straight in your body. <laughs> you squirt some lemon juice out there. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. I would never take steroids. Um, because I'm too scared what would happen to me. Yeah, well, to, I mean, a man your size taking <laughs> taking steroids, you you wouldn't be able to do anything. You, we'd have to do everything on Zoom. You'd be like in one of those like you'd be so you wouldn't be able to leave your room. Should we do it? I might do it. Let's, I, okay, let's. I might do it, but I might just inject it into my legs so my legs become fucking massive. <laughs> I just want hench legs, <laughs> tiny body, big legs. <laughs> Also, the other funniest story that happened to me over the weekend is that I got a message. I've had a real blast from the past recently. So mm. I went to the rugby match, the England-Wales game with Sophie, and I was walking through one of the, the sort of tunnels when you get up, before you get up to the pitch. Were you playing? <laughs> Sounded <laughs> like I was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a friend of mine, a guy mm. called Will, he was on my rugby team, he was in my house, we were very good friends, he came on holiday with me lots of the time. I bumped into him there and gave him a hug and it was such a nice thing. He was with me when I did one of the greatest greatest things i've ever done in my life mm. which was he was sitting in the swimming pool we were on holiday in portugal he was sitting in a rubber ring in the middle of the pool mm. and i got a golf ball mm-hmm. he was holding a beer in a rubber ring in the pool and i threw the golf ball it landed on the edge of the pool boop, mm-hmm. bounced all the way over his head to the other edge of the pool boop, boop, bounced and but bounced and then landed into his pint glass wow were you it was one of the greatest things i've ever seen did you scream we went wild. Anyway, I saw him. And then on the weekend, I got a message from another one of my friends, a guy called Alex, mm. who was in my house, who was also at my school before that with me. Mm-hmm. A great guy. The last time I saw this guy, I'm not even kidding you, was in Oxford. Mm. He ran past me and he went, Jamie home. And he was being chased by a tramp. What? It's so random. I'm not joking. He ran past me and he was being chased. Was he asking for help? He was laughing and this tramp was chasing him. And I haven't spoken to him since that time. So he well, so he, he literally said hello and then carried on running. Probably check in and see if he's all right. Sounds like he's well, maybe that's killed. why. Do you think he's been running ever since then? Yeah. <laughs> oh. have, we, have we spoken about my greatest achievements at school? No, tell me. I think we have. Yeah. I have two. Okay. First one, similar to your golf ball thing, we were, we were in the dining hall and um, I got a pee. Uh, one of the girls was sat like quite far away and her trousers were like slightly down. So you could see like the top of her like pant. <laughs> and i flicked the pee from miles away all the boys were watching and it went straight down her bum crack 
and it went wild and everyone lost their shit oh. it was literally like champagne going off and i was like yes yeah, the i can literally like leave school now and probably like walk into a job my second yeah. greatest and actually i think i, I prefer this one because it's not quite as vulgar yeah there was a guy who was on the on the show akin and uh, we always used to like play tricks with each other and try and get each other. Oh, in. he's such jokers. Yeah, we, I know, what, <laughs> we always play tricks. With yeah, each other. we were pretty pretty wild kids. Uh, lovable rogues. We got called um, <laughs> lovable rogues. Yeah, yeah, you know, because like we were naughty, but we were also pretty lovable. So uh, anyway, we used to try and get each other in, into trouble and, and all this type of stuff. So I got my own diary, my own prep book, and threw it at my own head. From behind and went, ah, Akin, ah, and like made a massive fuss out of it. The teacher turned around and was like, Akin, detention. And he had detention for two weeks. I was like, come on. Oh, I had so many of those. I remember I was sleeping on a on a top bunk and um one of my greatest achievements ever. Honestly ever. Better than winning a BAFTA. I was on the top bunk and I was sleeping, and in my sleep. I felt like something was falling and I woke up and my pillow was falling off the top bunk and I grabbed it midair. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, it was one of my greatest Jesus. It was one of my greatest achievements ever. Secondly, one of the greatest times was when I was at school. And <laughs> seems like all the good stuff. Yeah, it to went way downhill. Down it was true. This was, I got so many stories. I, this is a great one. Every single year you have to have a food fight and someone would initiate the food fight yeah. at school <clears throat> and it was always someone in the last year would initiate it yeah. and um this year it was yours truly initiating it nice and it was always around the same sort of time every single year and the teachers knew about it they always knew about it so <laughs> all of the exits had a teacher on on the exit what school. are they doing on the exit so that no one can leave <laughs> they had yeah, AKs yeah can't leave until the fight's over yeah. <laughs> anyway and it was always I was at boarding school so we had dinner and breakfast everything at the school obviously and it was always on like a burger and chips night with baked beans and you could see that the whole school would pile up their plates with so much food and we'd all be sitting in there and the whole the, the whole of my year would be eating it very slowly, just watching me. Because how you started it is you'd have to stand up and shout, food fight, mm-hmm. like that. And I was like, oh my God, this is, and all the teachers watching, I was like, oh my God, this is just, this is not good. Anyway, I, all, all my, everyone on the table was going, go on, Jamie, do it, do it, do it. I was like, I can't do this anyway. So my friend Tom stood, went, oh, oh, screw it, I'll do it. Stood up, smashed the plate on the ground, and went, food fight. It was a Greek. And everyone went nuts. I've never seen anything there's, like there's it. There's certain types of foods that you don't I, want to hit. Oh my face. God. There was my friend who was in the baked bean thing. <laughs> what, flying, what, he, what he got in there? Flying, swimming. He's flying baked beans everywhere. Like that. God, it was just great. What, like a hot baked potato. That would hurt. Uh, <laughs> plates. Everything was going everywhere. You can't throw plates. Yeah, That's... everything. Trays. Everything was going everywhere. I told, I told you about when I, I was in I was in Basingstoke in the food court. <laughs> no, I spoke about this with Harvey when he came on. I was sat there with like a couple of mates, and I was facing that way, and I had my back like facing back out into the food court. And this guy, in like full Burberry, just came up and smashed a tray over my head. I looked around and was like, "Oh fuck, sorry, wrong person," and ran off. And I was like, "What the fuck?" Oh my god, I had so many of those things. I, I was I said this before when I was at Leeds University, walking down the road, and someone went. Apple! <laughs> and, I turned, and an apple hit my head from a moving car. 
Someone launched an apple at Where me. was this? In Leeds. Sounds like something would happen in Somerset, not in Leeds. I don't know if you've ever had an apple thrown at your yeah, head. Yeah, it probably fucking hurts. That hurts so much. Oh, my God. Oh, I, oh my God. Yeah. Do we go on? More, yeah, more. one more. Come one on, one more. more. Uh, it's actually so bad. In our boarding house, there was like a big spiralled staircase. It was like really, really, <laughs> really big. And then down the bottom was like all the sofas. Yeah. It was called the well. And there was like, you know, you'd sit there and chill. And uh, this guy, Lawrence, would sat with with his legs crossed like that. And he was wearing really tight um, trousers. So his, like, his bollocks, you could just see the perfect outline. I went to the top floor and chucked an apple and it hit him right in the bollocks. It must have been the most painful thing I've ever seen. Oh, it God. Was so bad. I think I've told you this, this guy, Milo. I once threw a tennis ball at his balls. And it hit them so badly that he started throwing up. Oh, God. <laughs> He's the same guy who, who said, I've joined the Mile High Club. And we went, what do you mean you joined the Mile High Club? And he said, yep, I've joined it. We were like 15 or 16 at the time. And he went, he went you've joined the Mile High Club? Yeah. And he went, yeah. And I went, well, how did you do it? He said, well, on the, flight, on the flight to America, sitting in economy, I was sitting next to my sister and my brother, and I had a wank. <laughs> That's not joining the Mile High Club. That's just that's, weird. That's mile low. That's, that's a real low moment in your life. Oh, we've just, that's we've been very foolish and childish today. Have we? A little bit. That's the usual usual gibberish. Uh, listen, we wanted to cheer everyone up. Sorry for all the silly stories. We'll we'll go back to being normal. Oh, she's apologising for being so funny. Well, um, it's just, it was. We're there to give someone escapism for our Wednesday episode. Yeah. Run away from your problems. Oh. Tune in. We are doing a genealogy test. We're, we're going to have the results test. for you in, I don't know how long it's going to take them to come back. Probably a couple of weeks. But hopefully soon. Yeah. So we'll find out. Um, hey, as always, what guys. we're made of. We're made of. So we're going to do that. We're going to check it out. As always, thank you so much for listening. We, we really appreciate it. We have our Friday episode where we have our guest on. Get in touch at Private Podcast. Slide into our DMs. Any questions, anything at all you want to ask us. Um, and also go and check out our Patreon page. It's ad-free and loads more content for you. Hope you have a wonderful Wednesday. Hope we cheered you up. And I hope you have a great rest of the week. I had a bubble in my throat. <laughs> you nearly <laughs> threw up on the mic. Yeah, I know. Okay, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And we love you guys. Just want to say that. We love you and have the greatest day. Yeah, it's second. Everything you just said. Times, times two. All right, everybody. We'll see you on Friday for our episode. Till then, have fun. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.